Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to For the Record, episode number 38. We're going to jump right into this one, but just want to make a quick little announcement. We are starting to look for um, advertisers and sponsors for the For the Record podcast. So if you are interested right now, there's going to be a different email coming soon. Um, We're switching over our, like, not our servers, but our email addresses. So it's not going to be on Gmail anymore at some point. Um, At some point, this is going to happen um, hopefully in the near future, but um, for the time being, if you're a sponsor or company that's interested in promoting something um, and wants to showcase it to some really awesome uh, listeners and some really dedicated and a really dedicated fan base, email another shameless promo at gmail.com. Once again, that email is another shameless promo at gmail.com. All right, this episode is. Uh, Levi Benton, the lead vocalist of the band Miss May I. If you've ever seen Miss May I and you know a little bit more about the the metalcore scene and you've seen them progress or even just seen them once in the past several years uh, within their their five album career thus far, they're they're an amazing band. Levi was such a goddamn delight. It was so sweet. Um, just, he was so sweet, um, and it was just really nice to talk to him. So this is um, a chat we did uh, last month before he took the stage um, when the band played with, it was We Came As Romans, Memphis May Fire, and For Today. Not in that order. Um, I believe Miss May was second up on that bill. Um, but it was a really great show, and it was wonderful to chat with him. So you are a delight, sir, if you hear this anywhere. Um, please come back on again. Um, your whole band is welcome on at any time. Um, as is the For Today guys, if I didn't reference that in the last episode. Anyway, here we go. Episode number 38 with Miss May I. did a sound check a little bit earlier so um yeah well thank you so much for being on so yeah the podcast is um uh something i've been doing more than just kind of a regular what's your favorite color kind of interview yeah, <laughs> yeah stuff hey, like that no, so that's cool yeah so um i guess the first thing i wanted to start off with was um i did listen to i mean it came out last year so i listened to heartless but i gave it another listen prior to just the first time i listened to it when i got it straight through and Dude, it is a fucking heavy record. It's Thank so you, good. It's like, our heaviest record by far. Easily, yeah. easily. And so I wanted to ask you, I, I guess, what was the biggest change or transition between what happened between Heartless? I totally heard that, and I, I want to see if it picked up later on. I thought that was pretty funny. Between um, Heartless and Rise of the Lion. Um, well, the biggest difference was um, we, this whole record, we were sort of on the same page uh, mentally going into this. It was We were going through like a... Um, a really rough patch of two years of just yeah. behind the scenes and like on the tour, like just all around. And it was really cool lyric-wise for everyone to be on the same page because we've never really done a record like that. So 
I think that's why it came aggressive, came out so aggressive, not just lyrically, but instrumentally, because everyone was sort of pissed off. Oh, so yeah. Going it's into the studio pissed. Yeah, so going <laughs> into the studio pissed off, and it coming out how it did, um, uh, that, that's why we came up with the Deathless thing. And also, the whole name of the record is because uh, we sort of persevered through everything we went through. Yeah. So that's what felt like we were sort of deathless after we made it through it all. For sure. If you're able to talk about and if you can't talk about any of it, I totally understand. Um, but if there's anything you're able to share, like what was it that you guys had kind of gone through in terms of what oh, you can reveal? It was just um, just like business stuff and like yeah. I, I like lost the house. Uh, oh, like, shoot. Um, just so and every everyone in different like people moving and like it was just it was just craziness and it was just sort of when it rains it pours is oh, what yeah. happened in the Miss May I camp oh, yeah. and that's what the whole record's sort of about. For sure. Um, in terms of, I guess, lyrics, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, but um, what was it that you were trying to address lyrically in terms of any, I guess, present themes that were on this record in comparison to anything you guys had written before? Um, and I mean, there was the whole um, theme of perseverance and things like that, but was there anything specifically you wanted to get across through this record? Um, this record, I just, we wanted to let people know, like, even when, it does get rough because we've we've always written about hard times and other records, but not this hard of times. And yeah. I, and even we wanted our fans to know, like, even when we were to like a breaking point where we didn't even know if we wanted to like how we were gonna keep doing this, that we we still like helped each other and yeah. pushed through it and made it happen. And that's what um a lot of the songs still have a positive uh, outlook. And and a lot of songs don't have a positive outlook on this record, which is the first time we've ever written songs that don't really have a positive resolution at the end yeah we were just like okay we're pissed and that's the end of the song we're pissed <laughs> off so that was the first time we've ever got to do that and um and like the same with the ihe single that i had everything i had everyone it was it was that was the first thing we released yeah and everyone was like what the heck are they doing and it was just it wasn't that that was what we were thinking but we know that people have days like that and we had a lot of days like that over the last two years so that's why we're like what's the best way to let people know what this record's going to be about yeah Boom, first single I had everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so I remember because I was in that was my last year of college when I w or first when that song first came out and I'm kind of I was listening to it and I'm like, okay, it's starting off slow and I'm like, oh, this is so cool, this is so great <laughs> because I really like heavy music and yeah. I I was feeling kind of like that at that moment in time. So I I was like, holy shit, someone yeah. gets it. This is and it, that's the first song we wrote. <laughs> we that's the first song written with um, complete lyrics and everything. I remember getting that demo from the guys and putting vocals on it at home and. That was the first song. So like that so one came easily. That sort of just set the presence for the record once I sent it back to everybody. Was there anything particularly challenging about getting out what you guys were trying to get out emotionally on this record? Or was it, or did it just kind of flow like that? I think this was the first record that was easy. It sort of just naturally flowed. Like usually I'm expl I have to explain to the guys what's going on or the guys will explain to me what the, they're feeling about a certain instrumental part and then we'll have to vibe out on it. But we got to the studio with Joey Sturgis and – even then, the first day we wrote a song with him was Deathless, the title track, and it was like, wow, we're all on the same page. We know exactly what we want the record to be about. Yeah. And this was the first time I was writing lyrics, and the guys would come in and be like, let me see what you guys are writing. They're like, hell yeah, like you got to say that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm going to say this, and you think I should say this? Like, don't hold back, say that. And it was just – it was cool to have everyone on the same page for the first time as like – and it sucked. We were all pissed, but it was nice at the same time. Yeah, because you're all you're, bo you're all bonding. To yeah, yeah. It's not that. like I'm singing about something that's super polar opposite of the guys. Even 
uh, knowing about. And like, they're kind of like, uh, what are you talking right, about? You just do your, you just do your thing. Yeah, you just yeah. lay the vocals down. <laughs> so this sound is cool. Like, hey, I'm pissed. Like, we're pissed too. We'll make the riff a little heavier. Or we'll yeah. make the drums a little heavier. It's like those special moments. It's like something. It's like something that. Uh, there was an album cover that I had seen several years. I think it was a Bless the Fall album cover. It was whichever one had like had this like barren feel on it and had a butterfly, but it was it was like it represented it something. Fall, yeah. yeah, and it was something something beautiful coming out of something that was so dark. So I think that can definitely I guess speak for what you guys yeah. could say was coming out of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so. Was there anything, I mean, for you in terms of, so you guys were all on the same page. You're all able to kind of be like, no, we're good. This is, we're all, uh, you're pissed, we're pissed too. This is perfect. Was there anything, I guess, I guess in that sense, what's, what, what's the hardest record you guys have ever made? Um, I would have to say Rise of Lion was pretty hard because it was, um, we were sort of on a time crunch to that record. Yeah. And um, we were, that was the first time we were like, okay, let's write some songs outside of the box. And we like decided that before we started writing songs. Yeah. So going into the studio, being like, okay, let's write different, is definitely a weird way to start a record. And then you're like, all right, you only got this much time. Okay, bye, have fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and going into each song, being like, okay, this has to be different, something we've never done before. It's hard instead of being like, okay, this sounds sick. That's a song. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is a Miss May I song, but how can we make it different and weird? And that's what we did that whole record. Yeah. And um, but. We did that record, and now we're did Deathless. For sure. Yeah, sounds so good. Keep, let's keep rocking out. Oh, absolutely, man. Um, I, well, I think what's really cool is that I could tell from – because I've, I've been listening to you guys for years as well. So I could tell from Apologies for the Week into uh, just all the way through kind of to Add Heart and through that. I, I could tell what was kind of taking shape, and I feel like a band really – hits their stride around their fourth or fifth record. And I felt like when that song, when I Hate Everything hit, I was just like, that's everything that they've done. And it's all like, in co- like there's little bits and pieces of yeah. everything they've worked on. And it's all finally like formed. And I'm like, yeah. this is it. This is so rad. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate of course, it. man. Um, so these are the last two questions that I ask. Um, and I give it this preface because I ask them to every artist I interview as a way to kind of close things out, kind of like an inside the actor's studio weird that's the only mm-hmm. way I, that's the only way i can put it but um the first question is what kind of message if you have one would you like fans to walk away with after listening to your music oh after listening to our music oh man um that's a that's a hard one um i guess we we like as as writing the songs that we grew up listening to the kind of metal and the kind of genre that we liked um we we sort of look at it as like we're trying to carry the torch of that. Yeah. So especially for younger kids in, in doing like last year's Warp Tour, um, it's cool to be not one of the last but one of the few metalcore bands that get the spotlight that we do get to like yeah. pass the torch on and be like, listen, there is – when we were growing up, there was these bands like As I Die and Kill Switch, all these riffs, and we're like trying to just keep that going, you know what I mean? Not going with times, not going with uh, – like all the hype and all the different things that come and go all over all these years, we're just like, hey, we want to be a metal band at the end of the day, and this is our rendition of it. Yeah. And it's cool to have fans take that. Like, I, I, like for me on stage, seeing like a 12-year-old who's never seen like a guitar solo live or never seen like all these guys are wearing black and this is heavy, it's like that's what I bought DVDs and grew up listening yeah. to. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I remember the first time I saw like As I, and As I Dying like music video, I was like, this is – crazy yeah. there's like a wall of cabs there's guys like with long hair and shred and i was like 
I've never seen anything like that. That was unreal to everybody who saw stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And stuff like that fizzles out. And, and like, but we, that's like what we are down to the core. And that's, I, I think, one thing about Miss May is we haven't really, you can't listen to a Miss May record and be like, oh, this is when EDM was huge because you can hear EDM in the song. Or you hear, yeah. Like, it doesn't change for us. No matter what hype or what's going on, we don't change our sound. Yeah. And I think that's what makes us a lot different than most bands. Definitely. Um, speaking on something you'd said earlier about the cab thing, I completely remember when you played Warp Tour and oh it was yeah. the first time you ever brought that out. I'm just like, holy shit, that's so cool. And it's 18. Just, yes. <laughs> and it, we're, we're all like, okay, how many are there? And we just, like my friends and I were just like, we can't, yeah, that was insane. Yeah. And Warp it Tour was, proved that we were like, yes. Yeah, that was really. Our dreams <laughs> have came true. Yes, it was a lot of fun to watch that. Um, and the last question I got is a rather broad question, but what does music mean to you? Oh man, what's music mean to me? Um, it, it's it's an escape. It's it's nice that it's, um, no matter what mood you're in or what time of day it is, you can. There's always a song for what you're going through, and I think that's really cool. And I think us being a metal band, what I always say about being Miss May I is, and and why I like being in Miss May I being this kind of genre is, there's nothing like the crowd reaction and and the intimacy that we have with the the crowd. Nothing's like that. You can't go to like a country concert or a pop concert and people just lose their minds and they don't care who's watching and that's why i love being this kind of music because it's and that's and i have those same times like when i'm in the gym i put metal on because it's like i don't care who's watching me like i just want to lose my mind for this hour and then at night i'll be like i'll put a hip-hop record on because i'm wanting to chill out you know what i mean yeah i think that's the cool thing about music is you can always find a thing to escape and especially like us on tour walking around a city i'll put like just instrumental chill music oh yeah because that's what i want to escape to it's completely a soundtrack yeah for the movie that is everything we're going yeah, through. Yeah, and we would like to be the soundtrack of when you lose your mind and smash stuff. Absolutely. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> way to close it out. Well, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Okay, thank thank you. you.